0: This podcast is proudly brought to you by Australia Lawyers. If you need legal information or fast access to Australia's leading lawyers, visit australialawyers.com.au. Now, over to Dan for the podcast.
1: Hey, this is Dan and thanks for tuning in to the podcast where I talk legal stuff with lawyers that I know, like and trust. I hope you find the information really useful and if you need legal help that you reach out to one of these lawyers directly or drop by lawbydan.com, and I can steer you in the right direction. Here is your podcast. It probably comes at no surprise that in matters relating to strata, water ingress issues are commonplace. It therefore follows what are the obligations of owners' corporations when it comes to resolving the issue. Well, in today's podcast, I'm with Ann Fernando, partner at Saks Lawyers, and we're discussing all things strata and water ingress. So Anne, how common are reports from water ingress into units?
0: Well, as a result of the recent heavy rains, uh, owners' corporations are finding that they're subject to more and more reports from lot owners complaining of water ingress into their units. Uh, Some of the more common reports we're seeing is water entering through the ceiling and through sliding doors. Um, That's usually a a result of a failure of common property. So for instance, where water enters through a sliding door, it could be caused by unsealed frame joints in the sliding door. Water ingress is also commonly caused by failed waterproofing. Now an owner's corporation should remember that it has a strict duty to keep in a state of good and serviceable repair the common property in order to comply with the Strata Schemes Management Act. When water ingress occurs due to a failure in common property, the owner's corporation is immediately in breach of that strict duty.
1: And I suppose it follows, does the owner's corporation have to carry out those repairs immediately to fix the water ingress?
0: Um, I would definitely advise that an owner's corporation carry out the repairs straight away. Um if an owner's corporation finds out um, that a lot is suffering from water ingress, it should carry out repairs to the affected unit or affected units as soon as possible to comply with its strict duty that I just mentioned under the Schemes Management Act. Um, if there's multiple units affected and it would take a bit of time before the repairs can commence then the owners' corporation should at the very least consider if there's some kind of temporary repairs they could carry out to prevent the water ingress in the short term. Uh, The New South Wales Civil and Administrative Tribunal doesn't look too favourably upon owners' corporations who put off rectification for a number of months or in some occasion years, whilst a lot owner lives with water coming into their unit.
1: And what are the consequences uh, for the owners' corporation if they don't carry out those repairs?
0: Well, I think one of the reasons that owners' corporation often put off doing repairs is because it often costs a lot of money. But the problem is if the owners' corporation doesn't carry out the repairs immediately, then the water ingress is likely to get worse, which is likely to make it even more costly to rectify than if they'd done it straight away. Now, there's also a risk that if the owner's corporation doesn't carry out the repairs, the affected lot owner will commence legal proceedings against the owner's corporation in the New South Wales Civil and Administrative Tribunal to obtain orders to force the owner's corporation to fix the cause of the water ingress. In such circumstances, it's likely that the lot owner will also seek their damages and costs as well.
1: So when we speak of sort of litigation, as you mentioned, uh, you know, damages uh, can follow, but what can a lot owner actually seek damages for in the case of you know, ingress?
0: Well, it depends on whether the lot owner lives in the unit. Now, if a lot owner lives in a unit, they can seek damages for any period where they've had to move out of the unit and, for instance, live in a hotel. In that case, a lot owner may be entitled to claim alternative accommodation costs if they're able to successfully prove that the unit is uninhabitable due to the water ingress. Similarly, if the unit's an investment property and the lot owner is able to prove that the unit is unrentable due to the water ingress, they can claim lost rent. In both of those scenarios, the tribunal has in the past awarded damages to the lot owner starting from the date that the unit was uninhabitable or unrentable, unrentable, and only ending on the date that the owner's corporation fixes the cause of the water ingress and makes the unit habitable or rentable again. Now that can be quite a lengthy period depending on the extent of the repairs required. It's another thing to keep in mind is that the tribunal often makes orders for the lot owner who brought the proceedings to not be levied in respect of the payment of damages to that lot owner. So that means that the other owners will each contribute a larger portion towards the payment of the damages than they would have had the affected lot owner been levied.
1: And just in relation to those costs, can you explain just a little more about you know what those costs may be and how likely it is that the owner you know will be awarded costs?
0: Yeah, well the lot owner um, can seek the legal costs in the proceedings. They can also seek expert costs if they obtained any expert evidence in the course of the legal proceedings, for instance, to identify the cause of the water ingress as being common property or in relation to determining whether a lot is uninhabitable or unrentable. Um, The tribunal doesn't award costs unless there are special circumstances which warrant the award of costs, but in the past, the tribunal has awarded costs to a lot owner where the owner's corporation didn't take any action for two years to rectify the cause of the water ingress into that lot owner's unit, and the lot remained unrentable during that time. Now, it's also important for an owner's corporation to keep in mind that if a lot owner is successful in legal proceedings... Then the owner's corporation also can't levy that lot owner for the owner's corporation's legal costs. Practically speaking, by the time the owner's corporation receives a decision of the tribunal, it's likely that the owner's corporation will have already levied the lot owner. So it'll need to refund the levies to that lot owner upon receipt of the decision.
1: Um, smart, you know, owners' corporations would obviously be concerned about uh, legal proceedings, in particular the exponential costs that might sort of, you know, derive from that. How can saxger Archie lawyers assist owners' corporation if a lot owner, you know, for example, reports water ingress?
0: Well, we can assist the owner's corporation to resolve the dispute with the lot owner in a cost-effective and timely manner, making sure that the owner's corporation also complies with its obligations under the Schemes Management Act. We can also assist owner's corporation in avoiding legal, pre- legal proceedings unless they're absolutely necessary. I mean, sometimes um, people come to us and legal proceedings have already been commenced uh, against the owner's corporation. We can also assist in such a circumstance because um, sometimes you... Can still settle those legal proceedings. Um, they don't have to continue if that's the right thing to do, but if if it's necessary to defend it, um, we've got a lot of experience with that as well because we've acted for both owners and lot owners and owners corporation in water ingress cases. We're well placed to assist and can provide advice about how the tribunal is likely to view particular claims by lot owners.
1: And thanks for joining me.
0: Thanks very much,
1: Ben. Thanks heaps for listening to this edition of the Law by Dan podcast. If you found it useful, it would be great if you can leave a rating on Spotify or iTunes or whatever the streaming platform is that you're using. Also, if need be, you can reach out to me at lawbydan.com.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast made possible by Australia lawyers. For great legal information and fast access to Australia's best lawyers, Visit australialawyers.com.au